You want movies? These two are in my circle of trust. We got movie reviews on Phoenix FM. That's right. So, Saturday afternoon, let's welcome Mr. Mark Searby to the studio. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you, Spencer. Very well. You okay? Yes. Warm weather this week, isn't it? (laughs) I like it. I like it. But as much as... Listen... As much as I said, I'm like, I like it. I like to sit in the, in the sun. I like that a lot. I also like to sit in a very nice air-conditioned cinema as well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I like sitting in the sun when I'm on actually on holiday. I can cope <laughs> with that and I'm really fine. But I don't do it over here as much. Mm. I'm not somebody to sit in the garden and just sit there roasting in the sun. Oh, you see, that's me. That's, but I, I can would... on holiday. I can sit all day around a pool. Oh, of course. Of course. The same here. Not a problem at yeah. all. Just to wander over and, you know, first an ice cream and then maybe a beverage afterwards as well. Or, or the opposite way around. It's no problem. Um, but yes, no, I can I can sit in the garden for hours. Got my book. I'm perfectly happy. No problem. Yeah, I like me. that. But, but, then, but then I get irritated by those sort of people banging nearby and just <laughs> <laughs> screaming. And you just think, oh, God almighty. <laughs> Never mind, never mind. So what kind of delights are we looking forward to today? Uh, well, I mean, the first movie that uh, we'll talk about is in cinemas now. It's called Past Lives, and it's about Nora and Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends who are rest apart after Nora's family emigrates from South Korea to America. 20 years later, they are reunited for one fateful weekend as they confront notions of love and destiny. So some deep stuff here, some yeah, deep stuff. Yeah. This is uh, this is a debut film from writer-director Celine Song. And if it's anything to go by, then I think we all need to keep an eye on this woman because she's going to have a really exciting career. Past Lives is this hugely moving piece of work. It's one of those movies that I think you're either fully immersed in the two characters or don't care for either of them. You know, there's no middle ground. However, because both of them are such delicate people, I think everybody's going to fall under their spell almost immediately. So Nora, she's fun and she's really lively as well. And she's just taken to being in America and just enjoying life. Whereas Hey Sung he's shy and he's reserved as well. He's got a small group of friends, but, you know, it's not not great. And uh, he's still thinking about things that have happened 20 years ago. And the thing is, that's what makes such a special platonic relationship in this movie for the early years of them, when they're at school together. It it gets to that bit where, she, where Nora's going to leave and you almost don't want that bit to happen because watching them two together is so endearing. It's so delightful. Even as kids, they're, they're just wonderful together, just so poking at fun at each other, but also having each other's back as well. Then the film moves forward 20 years, and both of them are, are kind of the same, but just grown up, really. And the world has caught up with them both as well, and they are, you know, I, I don't want to say world-weary, but instead, I'll say they're getting tired of the of the world that surrounds them. Um, so them reconnecting on a smaller scale, you know, taking it back to when they were kids and they didn't have all of these responsibilities. It kind of makes them feel safe again, even if it's just for a few days. They've kind of got this um, this comfort blanket of each other that they've not had for two decades. 
And it's really sweet to watch and be caught up as Nora and Sung kind of clumsily try and get back to where they left off 20 years ago. As I said, not romantic, platonic, but because they've got a huge ocean and now one of them has a different way of life, it's it's very difficult for them to step back into that way of life again. And the thing was, I was watching this movie and it reminded me a lot of Richard Linklater's Before Trilogy. Have you seen that trilogy, Spencer? Yes, I have. Yes, I have, yeah. Wonderful movies. Absolutely adore those movies. This one, kind of the same, that it's got that same type of friendship, relationship vibe set over years. It's a simple movie on the surface, yet it's got two very complex central characters. The, but you the invest t- in them. You That's the thing. You're yeah. so invested in them that, I literally could have watched them forever and still never really have been sure that they ever became themselves apart from when they were with each other. And I love the fact that I'm sat there and I'm trying to figure out the relationship that they've got together 20 years later while they're trying to figure it out as well. You know, they're pushing to get reacquainted and you want them to push more so we can get reacquainted with them as well. So it's you know this is this is a romance movie it is a plain and simple romance movie yet it is a deeply complex romance movie with two as i said on the surface pretty standard people you know they they they're making their way through the world but they've got all of these things at the back of their mind of what if what if what if so you've got these people who are quite complex i mean we know humans complex anyway but this adds an extra level so it, it do you know, this is going to sound a little bit weird, actually, but I think this is one of the most relaxed, most chilled viewing experiences I've had in the cinema. I just sat there and just let the film drift into me, drift over me, just drift around me. And that's why I came became so transfixed with these people. I just sunk into this movie. I let it wash over me. I let it wash into me as well. I... I adored this movie. I adored the characters as well. I adored the locations. I adored the will they, won't they get back together in terms of having a proper friendship. I just loved everything about it because it took its time. It was never in a rush. And I just felt, I felt like I was watching two friends. I'll be honest. I felt like I was watching two friends get back together and become friends again after all these years. It just felt very natural. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It felt really natural. And the thing is, you know, I'm, it, it's kind of interesting with this movie because I, I have um, an, an, like a, a Word document on my PC where I put down, where I, where I write down my favourite movies of the year. You know, just as a reminder, so when we get to the end of the year, I can tell you which ones. I've put Past Lives in there because I saw this at the beginning of June and I've not really stopped thinking about it since because these two characters have kind of seeped into my conscience. And as I said, it's almost like they're friends. And I came away having seen the movie going, that's wonderful. That's absolutely brilliant. I adore it. And over time, it's grown on me so much more, more and more and more. And so now I'm thinking, you know what? It's low key one of the best films I've seen this year. 
it sounds like well, you know one of those movies i know was kind of using analogy they're like they're like comfort blankets you can go back and revisit mm. them at a later stage yeah and you'll go back and it'll just bring back it will evoke that give the feelings you watched it for the very first time and, and each time you watch it will have a different meaning yes yes do you know what nail on the head there spencer nail on the head that's exactly i i can't wait to watch this movie again. I really can't. And that's much like what I was saying with the Richard Linklater trilogy as well. You know, I adore those movies. I watch them at least once a year. With past lives, I think I'm going to be watching this once a year, every single year, because I just adore it so much. Amazing, amazing. So we'll see how that stands at the end of the year when we do like the annual review. Yeah. And we just yeah. see exactly, we'll, maybe we'll try and do a top 10 or something. That'll yeah. be quite interesting to see yeah, if it yeah. sits in there. Brilliant. Okay, what's next? Next cab off the rank. So uh, on DVD and Blu-ray this week is a movie called No Hard Feelings. And um, this is about Maddie, who is on the brink of losing her home. Then she finds an intriguing job listing. Helicopter parents looking for someone to bring their introverted 19-year-old son out of his shell before college. And Maddie's got one summer to make him a man or she's going to die trying. I mean, that's a job advert. Okay. It's a yes, job bad, advert. Is it? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll have so, a challenge. Yeah, Yeah, this is the thing. So um, so Maddie's played by Jennifer Lawrence, who I think we can all agree. Excellent actor. Excellent. Just so good. And well, certainly something she doesn't get credit for is the fact that she's very versatile as well. Um, you know, I, I think most of us know her from uh, the Hunger Games movies. So... When you see her doing a straight-up comedy, which I don't think I've seen her do before, I, it kind of surprised me in a nice way because judging by this performance, she should absolutely be doing it more because she's absolutely hilarious and she's got excellent slapstick timing as well. So this film caught me off guard as initially it's kind of like this rambunctious comedy with loads of foul language and some inappropriate sex jokes, which... Honestly, Spencer, I kind of laughed at. Like, I, I did. I'm going to hold my hands up and say, hey, I laughed at it. Listen, we all <laughs> we all do. And you, and, you know, if you explain it to somebody else, you think that's not funny. I'm not going to laugh at that. And then you just do, you know. That, that's the thing. But when you see it in a film, you go, actually, that's kind of funny. So that, that sort of, I, I won't say childish humour because it's not childish. You know, most of us still got some of that humour there anyway. But I laughed a lot at that. And that seemed to be how the rest of the film was going to play out. You know, dirty jokes all the way through in what looks like, certainly from the trailers, if you watch the trailer, you'll think this is some sort of bawdy sex comedy. And you'd be wrong. That's the thing. Like, this film does this big switch on the 45-minute mark, and it becomes this lovely movie about friendship. Because... Maddie would not ordinarily be friends with Percy. That's that's the young lad's name. They're chalk and cheese, two very different ways of life. But this job has brought them together. And what develops is this kind of opposites attract friendship where both of them can be themselves around the other person. You know, they don't have to put on a pretense or a front to hide who they are as well. So Maddie and Percy discover things about themselves that they never knew. And I just I just sat there and thought, this is a lovely friendship story. Yet it's not sold on that basis. That's the thing. It's sold on, hey, listen, it's going to be one of these sex comedies. It's going to be kind of raunchy, a bit like American Pie or something. It's not. 
it's a friendship movie at the end of it, really. And I look, it's one of those, as I said, it's a movie that caught me off guard. And one of the reasons it caught me off guard as well is because Jennifer Lawrence is great in this. She's really good. As I said, she's very good at comedy all the way through this. But there's also a tender side to her character as well. And I, I like the fact that she was able to switch so easily as well. Like, you know, it didn't feel clunky where you kind of watch things and go, oh, that's a bit bad. There's also, I've got to mention this as well, because this movie got um, got a lot of press when it went to cinemas. It didn't do too much in the cinema, unfortunately, but it got a lot of press in the cinemas because there is a beach fight sequence in this movie where it just goes completely the opposite way. And Jennifer Lawrence goes all Katniss Everdeen on these three teenagers. And I, I was sat there going, wow, okay, this is... This is bold. Like, this sequence is bold. And if you've seen the movie, you'll know why I'm saying the word bold. If you haven't, you need to see it to understand. But it's just, I mean, I was shocked. I was really shocked at the sequence. Only about 10 minutes, maybe less. But I just thought, okay, great, fantastic. And it just added to my enjoyment of Jennifer Lawrence's performance throughout. I just like the fact that it changed and it twisted. And that for me made interesting viewing. Like it wasn't just, hey, she's this, you know, 30 something who hasn't grown up and is trying to live a life, but she's trying to save the house and she's going to do whatever. In actual fact, we found different areas of this character and we found that actually, she, you know what, she had feelings and she's got this and actually she is friends with him. So part of me wishes this wasn't billed as this raucous sex comedy and instead you know, on the poster, it would say friendship movie with comedic moments. Now, of course, that's not going to sell. I get that. You know, centering a comedy around sex and coming of age, that might sell a little bit. Yeah. This, yeah. this is a friendship movie. The film itself is so much better than the trailer makes it out to be. And the thing is, I looked at the trailer and thought, it looks all right. But the film, once it really gets going, once it gets going into that friendship area, I just thought, great. I was surprised and really impressed with how good this movie turned out to be. Oh, amazing. I love I love it when you get little surprises like that. You know, when you kind of, you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is going to be all right. It's just going to be one of those Sunday afternoon tick-off mm. lip films. But And then suddenly it becomes something, you know, much bigger and something different. I love being surprised like that. And also, as I said, the trailer makes it out to be something it's completely not... I mean, you get the jokes. The jokes are good. Jokes are funny. I laughed quite a lot, but I just enjoyed the friendship story so much more. I just thought it was tender and sweet and lovely. And it's, yeah, it deserves, it really deserves a second chance, this movie, because as I said, it didn't do well at cinemas. And that, the unfortunate thing is comedy doesn't really do that well in cinema no. these days. And no. It's normally streaming. So I really hope people give this a chance. You know, it's on DVD and Blu-ray now. It's a good movie. I was really impressed with how good this is. Well, that's two great ones. So we shall see. Okay. And what's last on the list today, sir? Can uh, we so make a hat trick? Yeah. So DVD and Blu-ray now, a movie called Smoking Causes Coughing. And this is... Of course. Of course. This title has stayed with me since last week. <laughs> and I've refrained from looking it up because okay. I was going to wanted to be surprised today. Yeah. Right. Okay. So 
the the story itself is about a group of vigilantes called the Tobacco Forces. Now they're falling apart, and to rebuild team spirit, their leader suggests they meet for a week long retreat before returning to save the world. Okay, so you're going to go. What's what smoking causes coffee? You no, know, Tobacco Forces. So I'll come to that in a minute. But going back to obviously what we mentioned last week. Uh, Spencer, yeah. that you know, Quinton Dupo, he is a singular voice in filmmaking. You know, this is the guy who gave us Flat Eric, uh, Mr. Oizo, Flat Eric, all those years yes. ago. What was it? 20? No, it's got to be longer than that now. 25? About 20? 23 years ago. 23, really? 25 years ago. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. that makes me feel old, blimey. Um, then obviously, he, he then moved into doing directing and he's been directing for many years. He made a film about a killer car tire called Rubber. I love that movie. It's fantastic. He also made a movie about a killer, uh, about a demon leather jacket called Deerskin. Love that movie as well. He also made a time travel film about de-aging yourself by going through the basement in your house. Um, that, <laughs> see, see, it, 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 listen, he makes movies his own way. He has no studio interference. And what I like about it is the fact that it's tough luck if you don't like them. Like, if you don't like one, you're probably not going to like the rest. No, he's got a style, yeah. He's got a style. Me, I love most of his stuff. But I think anyone coming to Dupo's work using this movie, Smoking Causes Coffin, as their entry point is going to be very, very unsure of why I rave about this guy so much. Because... Smoking Causes Coffin, I don't think, is his best work. It's perfectly fine, but it does feel like a secondary idea that he just had sort of laying around and had several weeks to kill, so decided to film this movie um, around a lake. It's a, it's a lesser piece of work, but it's still sort of engaging because you've got this ragtag bunch of action heroes. They're not superheroes. The poster may look like they're superheroes. They're not. Um, they're they're a curious bunch. They've all got their own eccentricities that they both seem to love and hate within the rest of the group in equal measure. And that's why after a battle with a giant killer beetle, yeah, this is actually happening, they are sent by their leader, who looks slightly like a microwaved, microwaved version of Roland Rat, but, spe- <laughs> right. but, but spitting green slime... They have to retreat to this lake to find themselves again, to find the core group. It's a bizarre idea. I, the, you know, just the fact that these action heroes go off to a wellness retreat and learn to love each other again. You know, that's that's not what you would get in Marvel movies. You no, wouldn't. It's not. You know. But this is where the film gets even more bizarre because for them to reacquaint themselves with each other they decide to tell scary stories around the campfire. And these stories form most of the film. Now, they're not scary stories. They're not scary. More that they're weird, wacky, and well, quite frankly, very, very bizarre. I'm really not sure how Quentin Dupont dreams these stories up. They certainly aren't from any regular filmmaker story origins. Yet, Once again, I kind of like the fact that this is coming bizarre. You know, it's coming not even like left of centre. It's all the way out the back and coming to the front. The disappointment with this movie, though, is that the film spends too long on these stories within a story. 
and not enough where the action starts. So the film's runtime is 77 minutes. You know, that's just over an hour, really. And we is it? It's nothing. And this is what Dupo does. He does movies. Like, I think his longest movie in a long time was 90 minutes. Most of them are 70-something. So you're like, that's, well, what more can you say? It's great. You know, it never outstays its welcome at all. Yet, weirdly, this one kind of does because... The, the stories aren't that interested. That's the disappointment for me, is that I'm all here for the weirdness. Action heroes go off to a retreat sent by their leader who looks like microwave Roland Rat. I'm all here for that because it's bizarre. But then when you've got these stories, you know, these stories within stories, I just didn't think they worked at all. It was really disappointing. So to me, as a fan of this guy's work, this is a real deep cut. It's like a B-side. You know, we've got the A side with something like Rubber or Incredible But True. And on the B side is this little number. You know, you kind of you kind of sort of accept it, I guess. It's one for the hardcore fans, you could probably say, and that includes myself. But even then, I don't think it's the, it's the strong entry in his filmography. When you're talking going up against films like Rubber, Deer Skin, uh, you, you know, set the bar higher than than you. you this is the thing, it, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying that he has to get there every single time, but with something like this, ah, it just I just sat there going, I wish it was better because there's some bits in here where I'm like, it's just the madness that he brings that Quentin Dupo brings. And then there's other times where I'm like, this feels too generic for him. I think that's the thing. You know, th this film, unfortunately, is not one of his better works. And yet at the same time, it's still probably better than maybe 50% of the movies that come out of Hollywood. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. I thought we were going to end on three amazing ones there. So well, never mind. Well, I know. It is a slight disappointment. But as I said, if you just go and watch Rubber. The killer car tire movie. Just, just go and watch it because you'll never see anything like that ever again, ever. I think I will check that and the leather jacket one. I think I will, <laughs> check, I think I will check that out. So thank you for today, mate. Really appreciate it. And uh, what we got lined up for next week? Next week we've got a British movie called Boland's Shoes, and yes, it is to do with Mark Boland and T Rex. Uh, it stars Timothy Spall in there. Then we've got a, uh, a foreign language movie called Return to Seoul, where a young lady who was adopted very early on returns to Seoul to try and find her birth mother. And then if you subscribe to the podcast, we'll be doing an animated movie called Rally Road Racers. Had to say that really slowly then as well, Spencer, because it's a, it's a tongue twister if I was going to say it quick. But um, it's an animated movie about racing cars across the uh, the Silk Road. As you, that. as you do, as I you guess. do, as, as you, you do, do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. We'll look forward to that and um, have a great week, sir. And I will see you next week. Will do. Take care. Now, remember, you're only supposed to listen to Phoenix FM if you want film reviews. <laughs>